What do you think about Dave Ramsey's financial philosophies? Yeah, great question and an easy answer. Thanks so much for tuning in today. We're talking about money questions that you've asked. We're going to try to shed some light on some of them and answer some of them. And we've got one that we get various versions of all the time. Matt's going to read it for us. What's it say, Matt? Yeah, so the question is, what do you think about Dave Ramsey's financial philosophies? Yeah, great question and an easy answer. So we've been affiliated with Dave and Ramsey Solutions since 2010. So we embrace a lot of what he teaches and in turn teach that to our clients. We connect with a lot of people through his program, the SmartVestor Pro program. And I facilitated numerous Financial Peace University classes and financial wellness classes and even have been a part of Momentum and some of his training. So very familiar with Dave, what he teaches, and I think a lot of it is really helpful in teaching people how to handle money and succeeding with it. So you've mentioned you've been affiliated with him, Tommy, for some time. What does that mean? Yeah, great question. So in 2010, we actually earned Dave's endorsement as the local provider for investment advice and services. So it was called an ELP, and he still has that program for other professional services, but not investing. And so now... What does ELP stand for? Endorsed local provider. Okay. Yeah. So it's an endorsement. And it was something that you earned, and there was really only one person that did it for the area. It's now called SmartVestor, and you basically work with people like me that are called SmartVestor Pros or Professionals, and there are several to choose from. So it's changed a lot from how it was where it was an endorsement, it was one person, and that was the person you worked with, to really being more of an advertising platform. And we've remained affiliated there because we feel like we have a large philosophical alignment with what Dave teaches, like I mentioned. And it's a great way to meet and connect with people that are usually on the same page. So kind of getting back to the root of the question where it talks about his philosophies, let's talk about um, Dave Ramsey's process. Yeah, so he's best known probably for his stance on debt, and that draws a lot of attention and is where a lot of people begin. But he has as his process these seven baby steps. And I'll run through them for you here. So the first one is an emergency fund of $1,000. The second is to pay off all debt, excluding your home, using a debt snowball. The third is to build the emergency fund to three to six months of expenses. The fourth is to invest for retirement, 15% of your income, pre-tax or tax-advantaged accounts like Roths or traditional IRAs, 401ks. The fifth is college planning, if that applies to you. The sixth is to pay off the home. And finally, the seventh is to live and give like nobody else. Well, those sound like some good steps, Tommy. And it, it kind of really coincides with the work optional lifestyle that you've been talking about. Can you kind of elaborate a little bit on sort of marrying those two processes together? Sure. So Dave's is definitely kind of a beginning to end. And like I said, he, he really connects with most people when they're trying to figure out where to start, you know, how to avoid or fix problems they've made with debt. And so usually people connect with us, especially through his program, when they're at baby step four, which is when you start investing for retirement and you start investing for college or doing college planning, paying off, you know, that final big asset, that home, and then having built wealth. 
and beginning to, to build your legacy and have a work optional lifestyle. So we, we kind of connect there at baby step four and we do have tools as, as part of our process to help with the others. But Dave's got a, a really good system for that and it's, it's not hard. It just takes some, some discipline and some time as most good things do. So we really um, help people focus on the nuts and the bolts of identifying what is essential, you know, what kind of life they want to design, how they need to pick investments and what types of accounts they need to invest in, what funds they need to choose. And, you know, those are really just the beginning pieces, but we've talked about this before, you know, we're, we're really governed by stewardship, not salesmanship. So it's not that product or that performance. It's important in a piece of it, but it's the overarching you know, what's, what's the philosophy to govern this? What are you trying to accomplish? What's important to you? What's essential to you? And, and how can we help build this to get you there? Invest for an objective, you know, invest for, for goals. And one of Ramsey's famous quotes is the difference between a dream and a goal is a plan. And that's really what we're doing. We're picking up and helping build that plan for that part of life. So Tommy, for somebody who's not a part of the essential army, I think we called it at one time. <laughs> where's where's the best place to start for them? Obviously, generically, because everyone's situation is different. Well, I think a great place to start is with our essential planning approach. We did this on a podcast, and then we actually republished it in January for the new year. And that's where you kind of take an assessment of where you stand now. It's the same you do with your budget, right? You want to look and see where you're spending money and determine if it's the right amount or if it's something that needs to be going on. And you need to do the same thing with your life. And part of that approach is to look at financial goals. And that's probably a good place to begin with your spouse or to sit down and look at with an accountability partner and then engage with us for planning. You know, let's see where you are. And, you know, if you've got a mountain of debt, then you need you know, like one of our pillars is cash management. I mean, you need that debt snowball it needs to be set up and you can work through it. And we do have some tools we can provide to help with that. Uh, in addition to what Ramsey has, if you're already in a good position and you've got investments that don't have a rhyme or a reason seemingly, or maybe you're working with a broker or doing it on your own and, and you want something that's more planning focused that looks further down the road and incorporates your objectives and what's essential to you, then we can have that conversation. You know, we say this often, but one of our value-added services is making ourselves available as a sounding board. So you can ask those questions and get feedback and maybe even validation that you're on the right path doing exactly what we would do, or maybe there's room for improvement. But rarely do we ever tear down what you've built and start from scratch. You know, we're just looking for gaps and improving and filling in those gaps. Well, and once you get through those gaps, Tommy, you kind of go back to the seventh step of Dave Ramsey's, which is also a step in your seven pillars, which is philanthropy, being able to give outside of yourself because you were able to take care of the things you needed to, to get to that point in your life. Yeah. There's a very noticeable switch almost that flips when people go from, will I have enough to financial independence? And it goes from, am I going to succeed? Will I have enough to what becomes of my legacy? And that's a very important question to ask. And that's where this, you know, hey, now you need to live like no one else so that later you can live and give like no one else. And that philanthropy piece is not only strategies on how to do that, but that's part of that conversation. You know, how can we give this money, give of our time, establish things that really make a difference? And that's where you're trying to go with Dave's baby steps. And that's a key part of our process. Well, too. you say something interesting there, Tommy, you said time and I'd, 
I would argue that it's more valuable, especially with the philosophy that you're taking around essentialism and being essential, only doing what's essential, even outside of giving money to that charity or that group or church or whatever it may be. I think time is a big factor in being able to spend those hours, which are probably more needed than money, is a common problem that we see in the philanthropy world. Yeah, you're exactly right. I agree with you. Time is more valuable than money. You've got a finite amount of it, and you can get more money, but you can't get more time. There's 168 hours in a week. And then a lot of people like to give money and time away to their family before they pass so that they can watch them enjoy it or they can see the difference that it makes. You know, they're learning the skill or hearing the stories or, you know, spending, enjoying the money, making a difference in their life now. Because, you know, Matt, we say this sometimes, but I don't know if we've mentioned on a podcast, so much of what I do and the decisions that people make with their money, how they invest, is it's just intangible. You know, there's nothing physical. They're not, you know, buying that phone and being able to hold it in their hand and see the, the immediate result. And there's delayed gratification all over the place here, and that's true with your time. Mm-hmm. Small investments of time over a long period of time or throughout a certain season makes a huge impact that sometimes you'll never even see. And the same with your money too. So philanthropy is definitely bigger than just stroking a check and getting a tax right off. And I think that's where you were going. It's what kind of time can you invest? I mean, resources, volunteering, or just spending time with your family, grandchildren, children, wife, you know, loved ones all the way around. Yeah. Time, extra time with your family and friends. Absolutely priceless. So speaking of extra time, Tommy, why don't we uh, wrap it up? Of course. We do have a lot of resources in this area, a lot of planning tools. We have all of our essential planning approach tools and even some of the budgeting forms and debt snowball forms and stuff on the website. Feel free to check them out or call us for more information. Email us. The place you'd get them online would be barcofinancial.com slash resources. We'll see you next time, but until then, keep it essential. Thanks for sticking around after the music here. And as always, we appreciate you tuning into the Essential Podcast. Just have a quick disclosure for you here. Securities are offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. And advisory services are offered through S.A. Stone Investment Advisors, Inc.